From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Monday, March 13th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. There's new information regarding the man who was arrested in connection with a triple homicide just outside of Akron. ONN's Brittany Bailey has more. Three bodies were found on the border of Akron and Copley. The people had been tied up and gagged and shot in the head. Multiple police departments did work together to identify a suspect. Elias Gudino previously spent seven years in prison for running a drug ring in the area. The 58-year-old was charged with aggravated murder. Police reports say the three men were likely kidnapped from another area. They also say... There's a chance there are still other suspects, but add there is no danger to the public. I'm Brittany Bailey. Southeast of Toledo, a woman says she was held hostage for several hours yesterday. ONN's Tatiana Cash reports. A woman told authorities she was being held against her will all day by a man with a knife in Graytown at Two Saint Road in Ottawa County. So where this all took place, the county sheriff's office says that the suspect now has been arrested and will be charged with domestic violence as well as kidnapping. Tatiana Cash in Toledo. In Cleveland, a seven-year-old boy has died, and police want to know how he got his hands on a gun. ONN's Lena Lai has the story. The shooting happened in a home on West 30th Street near Clark Avenue. Police believe the boy accidentally shot himself. He was taken to Metro Health Medical Center in a private car where he later died. Police are trying to find out how he had access to a loaded gun. No arrests in the case so far. I'm Lena Lai. Senator J.D. Vance back in East Palestine. He visited the town last month as well. It's been 38 days since the toxic train derailment. The leader of the National Transportation Safety Board says she's planning to visit the East Ohio Village also at the end of the month. Flames filled the sky overnight as Cleveland firefighters battled a blaze at a building on the city's southeast side. Here's ONN's Angela Ann. The Cleveland Fire Department said they responded to that location shortly before 12.30 a.m. The two-alarm fire brought nine fire trucks and more than 40 firefighters to the scene, according to a tweet from the department. Fire officials said no one was hurt. The cause of the fire remains under investigation, and no additional details were made available. Angela Ann, ONN News. In the Fayette County village of Bloomingburg, the community is searching for a missing woman who disappeared last Saturday. ONN's Clay Gordon in Columbus reports. Many people in the community knocked on doors and searched the outskirts of town for 21-year-old Naomi Sayer yesterday. The family says she got into a fight with her boyfriend and left her house. She was last seen near the intersection of Midland Avenue and Main Street. Now the family is offering a $1,000 reward for anyone who finds and brings Naomi home safely. Anyone with information on her whereabouts is asked to call the Fayette County Sheriff's Office. I'm Clay Gordon. Near Columbus, an urgent search for a missing four-year-old boy ended last night, and that child is safe. ONN's Bryant Somerville has more. He was reported missing from Whitehall just after 8 o'clock. Police say he was taken while playing in the front yard of his father's home. An Amber Alert was issued, and an hour later, he was found in Columbus with his mother. He is safe right now, and this Amber Alert has been canceled. In Columbus, Brian Somerville. Whitehall is about 10 miles east of Columbus. Ohio's ballot board has affirmed the Reproductive Freedom Constitutional Amendment complies with its single-subject rule. Organizers can now begin collecting signatures to get it on the general election ballot in the fall. It's a home sweet home celebration for the Buckeyes because the Ohio State women's basketball team will get two more games on their home court this season. 
ONN's Adam King has more with Buckeye women's basketball coach Kevin McGuff. The team getting a three seed in the NCAA tournament. And that means they'll host their first two games of the big dance. First up for the Buckeyes is 14-seeded James Madison. And it wasn't really in doubt if the Buckeyes would earn a top-four seed. But after a week of waiting, they can fully put their attention on the Dukes. You know, I just I, I want to show these teams what great fans we have and, and, and how much Columbus sports supports women's basketball. I'm Adam King. And for the first time since 2017, the University of Toledo women's basketball team is in the NCAA tournament. They'll face Iowa State Saturday in Knoxville, Tennessee. More from ONN's Trent Croce. The Rocket women's basketball team is dancing their way to the March Madness tournament. Coach Trisha Kolov says it may be a new playing field, but one they're all excited for. Un- unfamiliar, but in the same vein, you know, this is an exciting time. We've been waiting for this all year. It's also a time to celebrate their MAC title in advancement. The team's skill is what keeps their momentum, but they also say the fans really helped them too. Reporting in studio, Trent Croce. Special thanks to our affiliates, WTOL-TV in Toledo, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.